Please refrain from posting online and social media reviews of your experience as these may be considered testimonials and are subject to regulations under the Securities and Exchange Commission SEC and are not allowed by Gradient Advisors LLC. Clicking like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors LLC and or their affiliated investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. During this episode, we're going to discuss how many kinds of retirement income are taxed so that you can hopefully feel more confident that your financial strategy is squared away. A Kiplinger article titled How 13 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed explains how many common sources of retirement income are taxed and what you can do within your financial strategy to address your tax needs. I encourage the people I work with to view taxes like this. As your retirement date draws closer, you're likely to begin thinking about things like dream vacations, finally learning how to scuba dive, or adventures you'll have with your grandkids. And that's great. But while planning for those things, you can sit down with your financial services professional and your tax professional to come up with a tax strategy that gives you more flexibility to enjoy all those things that make retirement so much fun. The article first focuses on traditional 401k and IRAs. Initially, these tax-deferred accounts may reduce your taxable income, which then saves you money during the current tax year. Savings, dividends, and investment gains within these accounts grow tax-deferred. However, it's easy to forget that you'll eventually have to pay taxes on this money when you retire and begin collecting withdrawals. And those taxes are applicable to gains and pre-tax or deductible contributions. As the article notes, required minimum distributions, or RMDs, begin at age 73 for folks with traditional 401ks and IRAs. People who work beyond 72 may be able to delay RMDs from their current employer's 401k until they formally retire, so long as they don't own more than 5% of the company they're employed with. You must also note that the tax rate you'll pay on traditional 401k or IRA withdrawals will be taxed at your ordinary income rate. But if you take money before you turn 59 and a half, you may be hit with a 10% penalty that's in addition to your regular tax bill. Let's next discuss Roth IRAs, 
which are attractive to some people because, while your Roth contributions aren't tax-deductible, your eventual withdrawals will be tax-free. There are a couple of other things to consider with Roth IRAs. First, you must have had your Roth IRA account for at least five years prior to beginning tax-free withdrawals. That ticker begins as soon as money is deposited into your account, whether it's in whether it's via a contribution or a conversion from a traditional IRA. Secondly, while you may be able to withdraw the amount you contributed at any time, tax-free, in most cases you'll be required to be at least 59 and a half to withdraw any gains without getting hit with the 10% early withdrawal penalty. Let's next look at Social Security, which is an essential part of retirement for many people. While many Social Security recipients won't have to pay taxes on their benefits, some will, depending on their provisional income. Some people may even end up paying federal income tax on as much as 85% of their benefits, again, depending on their provisional income. If your provisional income is less than $25,000, or $32,000 for married couples filing a joint return, your Social Security benefits are tax-free. If your provisional income is between $25,000 and $34,000, or between $32,000 and $44,000 for joint filers, as much as 50% of your benefits are taxable. If your provisional income is larger than $34,000 for singles or $44,000 for joint filers, as much as 85% of your benefits may be taxable. The article's next item provides insight into pensions. Though not as common as they once were, many people still include a pension in their financial strategy. Pensions are funded with pre-tax money, and that means the full amount of your pension will become taxable once you begin taking withdrawals. Generally, payments from both government and private pensions are taxed at your ordinary income rate if you haven't kicked in any after-tax contributions to your plan. As the article adds that if you sell stocks, bonds, or mutual funds that you've held for a minimum of one year, your money is taxed at the long-term capital gains rates, which are 0%, 15% or 20%. When you hold these numbers up against the top ordinary income tax rate of 37%, the difference is significant. Those three percentages, 0, 15, and 20, are based on specific income caps that are adjusted annually for inflation. This year, the 0% rate applies to those with a taxable income of as much as 41675 for single filers and $55,800 for head of household filers and $83,350 for joint filers. The 20% rate kicks in at $459,751 for single filers, $488,501 for heads of household, and $517,201 for joint filers. The 15% rate applies to those with taxable income between the 0% and 20% income tiers. 
Also be aware there's a 3.8% surtax on net investment income that's in addition to the 15 or 20% capital gains for single filers with modified gross incomes of greater than $200,000 or $250,000 for joint filers. The 3.8% additional tax required on either the smaller of the net investment income or the excess of modified adjusted gross income greater than the $200,000 or $250,000 figures I just noted. If you sell at a loss, that amount may offset capital gains for the year in addition to up to $3,000 of other income. Excess losses may be carried forward every year indefinitely, but are subject to the same tax treatment until those losses are exhausted. Now let's discuss dividends. Many retirees own stock, whether directly or held through mutual fund shares. As the article tells us, for tax purposes, dividends that are paid by companies to their stockholders are most often treated as qualified. Less often, those dividends are categorized as non-qualified. Qualified dividends are taxed at the long-term capital gains rates I highlighted a few moments ago, and non-qualified dividends are taxed at your ordinary income rate. Often, shareholders must hold stock for a certain period of time in order to take complete advantage of capital gains rates for dividend payments. For example, dividends that are paid on common stock must be held for a minimum of 60 days inside the period that begins 60 days before and that concludes 60 days after the date the company announces it's making a dividend payment. It's possible that some, maybe even all, of the income you receive from an annuity will be taxable. If you purchased an annuity that provides retirement income, the percentage of the payments that reflect your principal is tax-free, but the rest is taxable. For example, if you purchased an annuity for $150,000 and 10 years later it's worth $225,000, you'd be on the hook for $75,000 of earned interest. You may also want to note that the insurance company that sold you the annuity must declare what's taxable. Furthermore, there are different rules if you bought your annuity with pre-tax money, as from a traditional IRA, for example. In that case, 100% of your annuity would be taxed as ordinary income. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you did, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702 346 1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. 
Jeffrey Burr and Ronald Burr offer investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is independent of Gradient Advisors, LLC, insurance products and services offered through Jeffrey Bird and Ronald Bird, independent agents. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird and Ronald Bird and Gradient Advisors, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.